I'm Shane O'Brien. And I'm your boy, the up dog sitting beside you. Up Dizzle. The offseason continues to roll along here. It's like, remember when you used to look at the calendar and be like, fuck, we only got like three weeks of training camp. That can't be right. I better start doing two days here. Yeah, those days used to shrink. It used to be like 21 days. Next season, it'd be 18. Jeez, these kids nowadays, what, do they get a week of training camp? Uh, I don't know. I just remember any time I would see Tamo Solani on the ice, I knew it was time to probably get her going a bit. <laughs> yeah, and then once Getzlav showed up, you're like, wow, camp is right around the corner. Yeah, board. yeah, camp's here. Start weighing myself, stop eating. And all then that Bob Murray would be there to just kick you off the ice. Fucking old rum face, eh? Remember that when they wouldn't, <laughs> when they wouldn't let us? I know. Like, Fuck off. I've been skating here all, all summer long, keeping your boys in shape. Yeah. What, did you think, Bob, we were going to steal some of your fucking, you know, training camp drills or what? Uh, Beat it. He's a Pidgey. Um, <laughs> guy who's not a Pidgey, guy who's an absolute legend, your boy, and a guy that I've got to know lately, Kevin Shattenkirk. Deuces. Um, you know, the biggest comment I've heard about him, obviously a team guy, his, you know, his DJ ability, best DJ in the NHL. I've heard lots of people say that. But for me, you know, the way Shaddy's molded himself into a leader of a young Ducks team and, um, you know, with Getzlev retiring, it's going to be even more on Shaddy. So um, you got him in the studio. He's a natural at this. It was it was a great conversation with Shaddy. Sure was uh, a guy, and you said it best. A guy that's now at his uh, point of his career where he's, where he's just as good of a power play defenseman as he is as a mentor, as he is as someone that these young kids look up to. Uh, they want to be around. He shows them the way to be a pro. Um, he's had them over at his house for for parties. Um, you know, we had little Connor's two year old birthday at his at his place. His little daughter Isla. Um, Wonderful family, Deanna's beautiful wife. So anyway, we have a great episode for you listeners. Um, again, August continues with uh, with these great interviews from our friends. And uh, we hope you look forward to uh, this this chat with Shaddy. Shaddy, baby. Up dog. Big fella. Got a national leaguer in one studio. Of the, one of the biggest national leaguers I know. Best DJ in the NHL I've heard and, and many other and things. And a champ. And a fucking champ. Shaddy, how you doing, fella? I'm good. That's quite an intro. I appreciate the that. The champ yeah. is yeah. here. Yeah. I think every time I see you, I'm usually half tuned up, but uh, I always say, Shaddy, fuck, everyone tells me you're the best DJ that's ever played. And then I heard the boys this year in Anaheim wanted to take it away from me. Is this accurate? Or do they, they try to punch you out of being the DJ a little bit? Or? Uh, they're trying. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, it's, it's a hard gig. I it's mean, every time, every time there's any sort of silence in the locker room, it falls on me. So... Um, you know, you know the guys in that locker room. Getsy, yeah. he, he loves. Getsy need the country, right? Country in the morning. He's I would assume. Gotta have his country. What about like, is he like an old Fleetwood Mac guy? What, what is he got any he'll, classic rock? He'll to jam him? to anything. Yeah, I mean, he's easy. He just needs music on. He needs it on. He needs it on. If if he walks through that locker room, morning skate anytime, and there's nothing on, he needs you a know hot he's pack. coming right for <laughs> He needs me. a hot if, pack. If, if he, he needs. A, if he's laying on the trainer's table and he oh, can't yeah. hear any music, he needs some background music. <laughs> Are you guys gonna put a little like 15 on that trainer's table next year, just in memory of him? I think we're gonna we're gonna dip it in gold and send it to his house. <laughs> yeah, I know they should. You should have like an emblem, like a Getzloff table, yeah. right? Whatever one he used to get on. Yeah. No, I mean put it's, the hot pack machine on. Uh, you know, his yeah. number on there too. He's there. I mean, he might just be there next year. Yeah, He'll yeah, probably he might just be sitting in there. He should. I mean, the way he he's looks. He's going to miss that room, I tell you. It's the only thing he time. ever fucking knows, 15, 16 years of it. I know. 17 years. Yeah, right. He still looks like he's going to play, too. I, I I bumped into him through the course of the summer, and I said, you're really done? And he's like, yeah, I'm done. But you never know. comes around maybe some time. I mean, he is done, but yeah. he still looks like he could play. Without a doubt. I think he proved that this year. Yeah. Um, you know, found some great chemistry with with Troy, uh, and, and I think, you know, he came back and, and just – he went out on a on a high note, I think, for him, and um, he can certainly still do it. I mean, you look at guys like Kopitar still doing it, and uh, and guys around his age, Dustin Brown, obviously just just retired, but no, I mean, Getsy's so big, he can take the abuse. I know. You know, he, yeah. he can give it out too. He loves giving it out. I got to be honest, this is the second last. So I text him. I go, "Are you playing at Staples?" He said, "Yeah, I'm playing." I said. Why the fuck are you playing? Like, if you get hurt, <laughs> if you get hurt, or in your case, get suspended, well, suspended would have been hard because I'm sure they wouldn't have suspended. But if you get hurt and you're, you know, you don't play the last game, yeah. you're like, we got a suite, you got your whole family coming in. And then you, I don't know if you remember, but in the third period, someone kind of fell onto his knee. Yeah. And I was like, yep. hold my breath. But, anyways, point being, he went after that Russian kid at the I was end of that say, game. He almost got suspended. Yeah, that's that's why why I know. I, he's got a lot of beef with these kids. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I he didn't want to miss one more, <laughs> no one more chance. run at the Staples. He's like, I need one more chance at Staples. Take like, a run I at think that. you've had enough yeah. games. He wanted to take a run at meat for sure. Yeah. For just fucking around in summer hockey all these years. 
Brandon skating Lemieux. 100 miles an hour. Let me ask you this: you think uh, Do you think the success of of Corey Perry the last couple of years going deep in the playoffs? Do you think Getzy watching that maybe might? Like in the back of his head, go fuck. If I had a different role on a really great team, I could still fucking do this. You know, I I think he's so loyal to this organization. Yeah. I mean, he he loves the Ducks. They love him. I mean, you he he had I think an opportunity to leave a year ago um, and maybe chase a cup. Yeah. In the shortened season, and um, I think playing for the Ducks and always being a Duck is what matters to him the most. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 evident when you see him at the rink. I mean, he's he's got so many great relationships with people, you know, especially our owners. Um, and I think it just wouldn't feel right if you saw him in another jersey after everything that you know he's gone through in his in his career. That's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, and I, and I had this conversation with him last year at the deadline on the deadline, and I was like, "Fuck, man, go you know try to go win another one and play in the playoffs." And then you know I played golf with him last off season and he said I want to you know become the all-time leading scorer and, and play in right. one organization means something special to me and then when I saw the last night that he had at the Honda Center it all made sense to me I was like okay this is what he wanted and this yeah. is what he deserved like that night I mean I can't imagine just sitting in the suite you know I was getting emotional watching it I mean playing it it must have been the barn was rocking you guys got up two nothing oh, I had you guys too I, I was know. like here we go I know we we should have pulled through <laughs> on that game but I mean exactly man I think that that hit home for me like yeah. People weren't there to see the Ducks. They were there to see Getzy. Yeah. You know, and I think, uh, you know, you you or I've met a lot of people around this area um, who have been affected by him. You know, some of the the charity work that he does around here over the years and the amount of money he's raised. And cure Cure Duchesne. Cure yeah. Duchesne, and and uh, you know that was that was awesome. I think we all got juiced up. You know, just being there and and um, having the Honda Center packed out. And you know, it was funny. I was like, over the course of the years. Every time we played at home, there was a fucking ceremony because he was getting a thousand points yeah. or breaking the all-time record. I'm like, Paige got on it's the like, ice more than yeah. me this year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was cool. I mean, and great to be a part of it. And, and uh, seeing Timu whip the uh, whip the car out there yeah, too. The old razor cool. in, in typical Timu fashion, eh? Sick tan, hairs on, suit looking good. Yeah. Comes out in that sick ride. I'm like, look at Timu. I know. He was couple. pissed. I think he wanted to rip a donut too. They wouldn't let him. A couple good, uh, that, that, that there, those two guys, a couple good legends to be stuck around Anaheim oh. working for the yeah. team. And yeah, we hope Timu does a little bit more with this team. I think they deserve to have Yeah, I, I talked to Timu a lot when, after they let Bob go. And I was like, I said on this podcast, like, get in there, Timu. I, I think Timu should be the GM. And obviously he's so busy and, and he hasn't been around the team, but I thought you could surround people around Timu. Like obviously, you know, Scotty's there and some other people, but it's nice to see Tamo around and I hope he continues to, you know, be involved with you boys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's got that energy to him. Um, and, and he, again, just a, a guy who truly cares about the ducks and, and orange County and, and the, you know, hockey around here as, as far as youth, you know, youth hockey goes. And, um, it'll be nice. I mean, obviously having, having Scotty, you know, around more is, uh, these guys all have a presence, right? You know, I think even as players, you know, at, at our level, um, you know, we're going to have a lot of young players, young studs coming in here soon and, and making a name for themselves. And if they have the resources of Scott Niedermeyer, Solani, Korea, mm-hmm. you know, um, I know, I know Pauly Korea took uh, Zegers out to dinner at one point this year and just, just to shoot the shit, you know, and, and talk hockey and talk life. And, um, that's huge for those guys. I mean, we, we all had great mentors growing up and, and over the course of our careers. And um, those are the guys you remember. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well said. And, you know, obviously it's the off season for you, but with Getsy being gone and it's going to be tough shoes to fill, but I've seen the young guys around you and the way they look up to you. Is that something you're already thinking about, you know, heading into training camp that you're going to have an even bigger leadership role, not to replace Getsy because it's going right. to be not one guy can do it, but you know, you look at the totem pole now and it, it's, it's going to be you or you're going to be one of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be half. It, we're going to have to, you know, rule by committee for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, we have some great guys in place uh, who have who've come up under Getze and, and have just spent a lot of time in this league. And, you know, Adam Henrique, Cam Fowler, um, yeah. Gibby, you know, and, and just we're ready for it. You know, I think we know that, uh, you know, it comes with a lot and, and, you know, you have to take that next step. But there's also guys I think that are, you know, in the likes of Troy Terry who – hit their stride this year as, as a player, but now it's on them to also take some of that responsibility. They're the next wave that, 
you know, we kind of have to move along and, and pass the torch to in a leadership role. And um, we started doing that towards the end of the season. And I think they, they embraced it really well. Yeah, it was. I watch you guys play a lot, Shaddy, and obviously we're all out here in Newport Beach, and and we got some fans that listen to the podcast are Ducks fans, obviously. So, talk me through the year because I I said a lot about your squad was if the back end can stay healthy, right? Yep. Everyone was talking about Zegers and Troy Terry and this and that, and Getzi having a great start, and I was like, this is all great, but if Lindholm and Manson and Shaddy and Cam uh, can stay healthy, this team can contend. And when you guys were healthy on the back end, yep. you were in there, right? Mm-hmm. Like Gibby was kicking, you guys were a playoff yep. team. So talk me through as a veteran guy, like. That and then we all know that the t- trade deadline came and went. And yeah, I mean that was I, I think that was a huge part of our success was uh, you know selfishly I think the back end back end staying healthy. Yeah. Um, you know that my first year here, Josh Manson had some tough injuries. Hampus went down um, in the shortened season, and you guys know that's that's a big part of of your team. And I think uh, you know when you look at the guys who have to come in and fill in for them, they just don't have that experience yet. And um, you know, they have to come in and play big minutes. So we had a great back end. We had a, a great goalie in net. Gibby played great. I mean, he he came into the season saying that, you know, he was a man on a mission and, and we were here to make playoffs. And, and that's that's all that matters is winning. Uh, and he put that on his shoulders. And, you know, I think we we got some great new coaches, um, you know, on the on the back end and, and up front who just streamlined everything for our young guys, made it a lot simpler put everything in black and white. Um, our power play, you know, improved big time over the course of the season. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just the energy this season, being able to play in, with you know, fans. opposing cities with fans. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that wears on young guys a lot, you know, when you're just, when you're playing the same teams over and over again with no fans. I couldn't wait. I mean, we talked about that. Sucks. on sucks. Rolodex. I couldn't have done the Rolodex it. Rolodex would just get affected. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be tough. You would have been jerking off a lot, eh? uh-huh. sneaking those broads in the back door. Yeah. Guys, I, I don't know. I'd really love to chip in here, but I don't come. <laughs> <laughs> this same six uh, six city rotation here just ain't really cutting it. For no, me. And, the, and the sacrifices <laughs> you guys made, you know, two years ago in that COVID season, me and Uppy talked about it a lot. And yeah, fuck, I loved, you know, getting the two points with the boys, but I loved, and this isn't a surprise to you, I know this, but I love the finer things in the league, right? Yeah. Going out after games, and as, as you do as well, like, even as a veteran guy, that must have been wearing on you to play the same it's teams tough. and no fans. It's and tough. I, I know. Mean, I know. Getsy, like he would text me through the course of that season, and he's like, "Fuck, Wolves, I'm you know this is hard." Yeah, it was hard, and especially when you're losing, it makes it even worse. Yeah. I mean, you 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 know you go in, you lose to Vegas seven nothing, and then you got to play him again at home, <laughs> you know, and you don't have any home cooking, you don't have any fans to you know sway the momentum, and um, you know you're you're staring at the opposing team across across the uh, the faceoff, and you're like, well, this guy just torched me last game. How yeah. am I going to prevent him from doing that again? You know, but no, I think we that's what we fed off of a well, lot I've had this that year. Before. Um, you know, you know, Dally, he's uh, yeah, he's a great motivator, and and we just we started off well. The the trade deadline came, and and obviously losing you know the guys we just talked about. Um, it's, they just created big holes in our lineup, and and that's when everyone starts to play their best hockey. You know, is is right around that time, and um, I think our young guys learned. You know, again, this was their first full eighty-two game season. It's it's long. You got to be able to, you know, stick with it mentally, be ready physically, and um, you really don't want to get that until you experience it. And I think that was, you know, that's the next step for us is for guys to be clicking on all cylinders come March and April. Shadi, I, I stopped by your uh, your daughter Isla's first birthday this year at your house um, to see the guys on your team, the wives, a lot of young families, good tight-knit group, reminded yep. me a lot of the St. Louis days um, with just how much like the guys enjoyed to be, be around each other away from the ring. Um, talk a little bit about your younger guys on your team. You know, and specifically, I love this James Drysdale kid. Yep. I've golfed with him now a couple yep. times. He's got a smile on his face. He explained to me that he was 17 years old, um, basically living in Toronto when COVID hit, yep. right? It's like he's never really been out to a bar legally, like young right. kid. Now it's he's th- three years in the he league. He wasn't and doing I'm, the I'm same think, thing you were doing at I'm 17, like, was he? No, I know, but you th- when you think about that, <laughs> yeah. about just like the younger, you know, just being a younger guy and being around the NHL and being around guys on the road and being around like, you know, moments when you feel like you're a national leaguer. Just talk about like the younger players and, you know, him and, and our boy Zegris specifically, you know, they're living together yeah. now. They seem like they're really tight, like fucking yin and yang. Any, any similarities to guys you play with before? Or? Yeah. I mean, 
honestly, that the two of them together, it's it's just an awesome combination. Yeah, they're good for each um, other. They're great for each other. I mean, Z's a yapper, you know, and, <laughs> and Jamie's just the quiet guy who goes about his business, but um, such a down to earth kid, you know, and and loves to learn and and get better on the ice and and off the ice. He's you know, again, like you said, just a kid. Yeah, he's you know, a kid. I think. Uh, when he orders something on DoorDash, like it, it goes to his mom, you know, like it, <laughs> she, still she has to like approve it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hysterical. Like I think at one point this year he was like, man, I have so much laundry to do. He's like, but I don't really know how to do laundry. So I was like, you can just go to a, a dry cleaner yeah. and have them. Yeah, him them. and Z actually, Z told me that that's he gets his sure. laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. fluff and full of baby. You know, I'll, I'll teach you long ways, you know, whatever you need me to do. But um, no, they're great. And I think, you know, like you said, we have a close knit group here. Um, they bring a lot of, you know, vibrancy to, to, to all of us and um, keep us all, you know, feeling young and, and happy. And um, they're great with our kids, all the young kids on the team. They come over, they play, they play mini sticks with my little guy, Connor. And, yep. um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to have them around and, and, you know, being in, in the league at that age, the older guys always took care of you and invite you over for dinner and, and just try to make you feel, you know, welcome on the team. And uh, that's what we're all trying to do and, and make sure that they know that, you know, they deserve to be on this team and be treated the same way as a guy like Getzi who's been here for 17 years. It, it shouldn't change from top to bottom. Maybe you got to get on the elevator last, you know, when you hit the road. But <laughs> Don't go ahead and be that buffet line, I'll yeah, tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Z is a, a freaking prime example of that. Like, he he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, see, you so know? that you teed me right into it. Let's stay on Zegris here because I love this kid. I've got to know him. He's a little miniature up dog, right? Up you right from day one was like, I love this Zegris kid. And I was like, I'll be honest, I'm like, I don't know yet. Cause I'm like, I text Getsy. I'm like, what's this kid all about? Like, are you bringing him down a peg or two? Are you like, like, what <laughs> the trying. fuck? Like this kid is out of control. And Getsy was like, you know what, Obes, I hear you, but this kid has something special about him that, you know, he's, he's obviously very confident and stuff like this, right. but he brings energy towards the team that we're kind of just letting him go. You know what I mean? But if Chris Pronger was in that dressing room, I told Z this last yeah, time yeah. I seen him, I said, yo, you walk in the dressing room, my rookie year with Chris Pronger, right. you're cross-checked 14 times in the ribs that practice. Yeah. And then if you ever dared went ahead of Prongs on a plane or ate a meal yeah. in front of him. But Z has that special thing about him. Like, I don't know him as well as you clearly, but I've got to know him since your season's ended. And fuck, I love the kid. Yeah. I, love he, he, I love he's him. He's going to beat you with comedy or kindness, I love him. right? Yeah. It's like I he's mean, he's always got a smile on his face. Yeah. But then he, you know, and then he also works hard and he he buys in. I would I imagine mean, his Absolutely. hands. Hey, his hands. He's insane. I mean, he's doing stuff. You know, again, this whole like new new wave of players. It's crazy. Just, and again, what I, I don't think you. What, what are they eating? Yeah, I don't think Kale. you <laughs> you get to that point Kale unless McCarr. you have you know that sort of mentality and and the attitude that he has. You know, his personality just. Everything rolls off his shoulders. Yeah. Um, he just seems to think that, ah, you know, it's like I'm I'm Z. Like it, yeah. everyone will just be fine with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the line, or, <laughs> That's so funny. and uh, you know, it's the same way in the gym in the summer. We're we're in the same uh, same gym back home at, at Ben Prentice, and oh, you are. Wow. We like Ben's like. All he asks is that you just get there a half hour before, get a proper warm up in, so that when you, you <laughs> hit the ground running, like <laughs> yeah, I can't chirp him about this. Z rolls in and, and five minutes before workout, he's just like comes in, he's got the black iced coffee, you know, and Ben's like, "You fucking kidding me? Like we're doing sprints today. You're not yeah. going to start sprinting and and you know just right yeah. out of bed." And he's like, "Ah, come on, Sarge. I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, and like, come on, let me give me a hug. Yeah, right. like, I love this kid so even more. He's now. just he, that's the type of guy he is. He's like, uh, kind of like got a little Vinny Chase, you know, yeah, attitude yeah, in yeah, him. Yeah. And everything will be all right. And um, he's a blast. Like, I, I just I love being around him. And, and uh, we're both New York boys, so we we got a nice little special connection. He's got the Vinny Chase flow going a little bit too. Yeah, he's he got does. The nice flow. He does. He's got the nice flow. Yeah, yeah use that. I'm is jealous. There any, is there anything shady? Like I remember older guys to me when I first came in the league. I, I no lie, I brought my high school girlfriend with me to play my first like couple weeks in the NHL. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? She was living with you? No, not living with me, but she came there and the I guys. I never knew you this. Know, and I'm I'm fucking 19, but I'm introducing now my high school girlfriend to the guys on my team. Right. right. And it wasn't. <laughs> I'm talking. It wasn't one practice later that I got, you know, the little, Hey bud, come here. You know, you're going to probably play in this league a long time, right? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? You're going to want to maybe get rid of your high school girlfriend, <laughs> really start to focus on hockey and enjoy yourself a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, I take that vote of confidence and that mentorship, you know, to heart and I carry it on and I would share it with the likes of, 
Jaden Schwartz, for example, right, and, right. and all these guys. Is there anything like you Huey. find the younger players now as a mentor for them that you kind of need to direct them um, and, and what that might be if it's like how to take care of your body, how to properly warm up or, you know, there's a lot of right. things I learned throughout my career that I tried to share with younger guys. Is there anything now, this new crop of kids who are doing all the stuff with their puck, with the puck, is there anything that stands out that might you know, a little it's, different? There, it's funny, like for as kind of, I don't know, like they're, they're, they're very carefree, but at the same time, like they, I feel like they all love the game. You know, they're students of the game and, and hockey now and sports in general, like they, they get so specialized early on that I think they just live and breathe hockey. Yeah. Um, it's more the way from the, yeah, from so the you, rink. So, so you're teaching them like life teach skills like, away from the They know rink. how yeah. to eat, you know, they yeah, know yeah. how to take care of themselves and they're resilient. You know, they're, they know how to order a bottle of wine. Uh, no, they're, you know, that's where the veteran, that's, that's where Shaddy says, give me the wine yeah, list. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like sometimes sitting next to a guy like Shaddy at dinner though, you're going to learn like something that you might not fucking yeah. learn sitting yeah. next and to. And speaking of wine, I, yeah. my first year in the show, I didn't even, I didn't even like wine. I went yeah. to dinner with Tamo Solani, um, Sean O'Donnell. I forget Getsy, me and Pens or something, and Solani ordered some wine, and I was like, Getsy, I don't even like wine. He's like, just drink it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Captain Cook. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, this ain't bad. <laughs> don't and drink then, it like a beer now. Yeah, but. then the rest is history. But that's like a good point by you. I, was, I didn't even like in the American League. Yeah. Maybe I had a glass of Yellowtail. Maybe that's why I didn't like yeah. it at the time. But you don't know. You go to dinner with a guy like Shaddy. Mm-hmm. He orders a bottle of wine. You're like, all right, this is National League. Here. No, there. Th- <laughs> is I mean, that Camus? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, don't order a case of this until you get your next contract. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I agree. Same thing for me. I mean, we. Uh, my rookie year in St. Louis, that was our rookie party. We went to uh, to Napa, so I remember we we went to some some winery and they're teaching me all the stuff about it. I remember T.J. Oshie sprinting up this hill and, and walking in. They had all this wine like just laying out, and Osh just grabs one and pounds it, <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh, it's pretty good," <laughs> you know. And I like, I was like, "All right, I don't think I don't think that's how it's done. That's, I don't I don't think that's how Napa runs. <laughs> not, not many guys can do that. Yeah. that's pretty good. But no, all, I mean these these kids are great. I mean they're. It's crazy now, though. Like it's it's all Instagram, and yeah, and well, that's that's how they're communicating with yeah. girls, and um, you know, it's like this girl just started following me, and Z's like, "What do I do? I can't I can't message her back like right away." And I'm like, "I don't know. Maybe just ask her to go yeah, out yeah. to dinner." Can I give you the old school like, version? No. I'll tell you what Updog would do. How's that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just put him on a text with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I often wonder, like, because obviously the hunt was the fun, most fun part for me in the NHL too, but. The hunt is what killed you too. I remember Dave yeah. Ferris, my my first year pro. He's like, "Oh, but I'll tell you, like, it's the hunt that kills you, not the." Uh. Yeah. And I'm like, "Fuck, you're right, because you got to go for dinner. Then you're out till one. Right. You're it, like, it keeps uh, maybe not for the up dog was getting sucked off in the bathroom, but guys like no, me, no. I'm like, <laughs> I got to continue to stay out till two in the it morning. Keeps the fire lit though. I know, but now I'm looking at the clock, going, "Okay, it's one thirty. By the time I get her back, if I put a decent shift in, she's three. You know, like it's like now Instagram, yeah. like come over to my, you know, come over to my hotel or yeah. something like. I know. I don't know if it would have been better I or worse. Save the legs, game day. Yeah, it's game night. Plus, then you don't have to go for dinner. Stay late. I would have been staying late. I could have just had a salad. <laughs> Keep in the room. a couple more. Uh, <laughs> what's the national? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's the national league without a nice ribeye and a glass of wine with the boys? And, yeah, yeah. It's and not you got to learn how to play guilty too, right? Yeah. You got to know how to, you know, but, just be a man in the morning and yeah. wake up and. Yeah, but this is what he doesn't understand about my, my national league. Up, he's national league. Like he says, a big ribeye and four balls of wine. I'm like, can I get a piece of fish? And then I'm like, I gotta <laughs> fucking weigh in the next day. I'm so, with you, buddy. Right? I'm like I could never really enjoy the dinners that much because I was like, I'll sacrifice the food for the wine. You know, that's was my men- that was my probably not the right idea. Drink, ca- drink your calories instead of eating. Drink them, my right? calories. Shaddy, I wanted to ask you up, you asked you about playing nowadays. And anytime I watch a game, I, I feel bad for the D. Like I'm just like, listen, it's it's hard enough to defend in this league against the oh, best shit. players in the planet. Like, you know, we all saw what ninety seven was doing during the playoffs. Like, you know, the rules don't help to defend him. But how have you adjusted from you know your time to now? Because it's it's so much different when I watch it. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I you know, from when I started even till now, it's it's obviously changed, you know, over 12 years, whatever it's been. And, um, yeah, I mean, you just – you got to constantly be on the ice and, like, worrying about your gap. Yeah. That's that's how I kind of see it now. Like, if you're not moving into your gap as you see maybe a play starting to come back your way, you're screwed. I mean, you're guys like, you know, McDavid and, and Dreisaitl and, um, you know, all these, all these guys who can skate at full speed but also stick handle and – yeah. do whatever else 
it's impossible, you know, and you're, you're taking a penalty no matter what, or you're just hoping that they take you wide and they, they have a shitty shooting angle and, you know, you got Gibby to bail you out, yeah. but, um, it's tough. I mean, I, I think that for me has been the biggest adjustment is like, shit, like even, you know, I'm not Miro Heiskanen, you know, I can't jump and, and get caught below the goal line. Cause I'm not back checking. <laughs> any of these guys. I can't get back in time. And I, I sure as hell know my you. forwards aren't covering for me. So never trust the forward. No, it puts, it puts that in your mind and, and, uh, you know, you, you want to stay aggressive but with the way that the, the league's being called now and you can't get a hook on anyone. You, you know, you can't box anyone out as much as you used to. It's, it's tough. And, and, um, an adjustment for sure yeah i mean the way they called in the first round this year it, it got better over the course of the playoffs thank fuck because i was I about to i was i didn't know what to do i'm texting up show yeah. loophole i'm losing my mind like the first I, round I, we were right. get I think we talked about it when, I, so many people, when yeah. I saw you after the after the first round we talked about it and you were like even the boys on the ducks were like wow we couldn't believe how they called it so tight in that first round yeah yeah i mean it's almost like the beginning of the season where yeah. the, the refs are on an agenda to, to call it and they loosen it up but um i don't know i mean i i, I think it just gets the flow of the games out, you know, right? and it's just like, come on. the home, you know, gets the crowd out of it. You know, if your team's got a couple power power or penalty kills and they just, you like to see teams rolling four lines early and, and being physical and, and you don't want, you don't want hockey to go away from that in my mind. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're, you've lost the whole fighting aspect, you know, especially in the playoffs, there's really no appetite for that really. And, and I think, uh, which is fine. If that's the case, then let the guys play, you know, let them knock it around. Let, you know, if you're going to have the Oilers and, and Calgary play together, play against each other, like, let's see it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want it to be a, a power play fest. If you're going to get all those mutants in one building, let the, yeah, let the exactly. boys play. Let the boys play. Let's put boys play. Um, Shady, I want to ask you one last hockey thing for me before we get into what your summer is going to dictate more fun stuff. But me and Appy have become friends with John Cooper over the course of this year. Just, uh, right, he man. came on the pod. Um, you know, we got to spend some time with him in Nashville. Um, what a guy, man. What yeah. a guy. Like he loves you obviously, but again, they've had success this year, but just a good dude to play for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, I, I think I met him early on in St. Louis when I was playing in St. Louis cause he's, he's got some ties there and ran into him at Obi Clark's one night. And everyone and, loves this place. Oh, eh? Peeler, yeah. Walt to Chuck wouldn't throw his hat on the ice yeah, in the Val Alberta yeah, or game seven. It was it's an Obi Clark Clark's So this place is that, it's, that's the spot. It's, it's just a special hole yeah. in the wall, yeah. you know, yeah. like your local spot that you go to, Jimmy O'Brien yeah. there just you know he gets, well, gets get the wings and pizza <laughs> going it's unbelievable Jimmy my Jimmy yeah. I'm coming but uh no I mean I with Coop you know that's he just got he's got that type of personality he's you know he's liked by everyone um but when push comes to shove and and you know dealing with him as as a coach um you know he knows how to handle each personality the right way I think he knows which guys to lean on um you know which guys that he might have to take it easy with and that are a little more yeah. fragile. And, and I think that's important nowadays as a coach, you know, it's, it's not just burying everyone and putting them on the line and, and skating them. Um, some guys just, you know, want to be treated differently and, and need to be coddled, whatever it is. But, uh, Coop has that, that sort of, uh, you know, instinct to know who needs what and who to make an example out of. I was one of those guys from time to time, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, it was, he's like, shot, can take it all yeah, that. You, know, you get ripped here. in a video session and, I understand what it's for, but, yeah. um, you know, he's right there afterwards being like, Oh shady, what'd you do last night? You know? And I'm like, fuck off. You yeah, know, you yeah, just, yeah. you just ripped me in front of the boys, but give me a sec, you know, yeah, yeah, digest yeah. Coop, this give me five minutes to shake off that. You just That's, said I was a slug out there last night. Yeah. That's so funny. You say that he knows who to push buttons. I, I had this conversation and the first time in my whole career, I felt like I had a relationship with the coach that, that I could just say whatever and do whatever. Right. It was in Switzerland. It's fucking hilarious, but it's at the end of my career, right? So I tell the guy, I'm like, listen, this team, you got a good team here, but they're like underdogs all the time. They need to work hard. You need to teach them how to win. I'm like, use me as an example. I'm not going to be perfect. I like ice hockey guy out here. I tell you that right now. <laughs> but like, show me in these clips and actually chirp me. Like, I'll love it. And just, yeah, just do it. See what these guys think. Like, he's fucking chirping fucking right. NHL. Yeah. So if I get chirped, it should be fine. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I was like, do it. Um, but it's, it's fun to know as a coach, like sitting in the coach's room and like them asking me what I, you know, what I think, how to like handle some of these guys. Right. I'm like, well, use me as, as an example so that no one's fucking above anyone else. So did anyway. You, did you think you had that, you had that kind of relationship with Gerard Glant? Did you not in Florida? Did you not yes, think you had but, that? But I didn't with Dale. 
No. Well, so Dale was like, "But you're well, like Dale. You already then, gave me twenty five bananas. You, I don't listen, know what you want from me here, Dale." And then you had to fucking play to get to get chirp. So I wasn't playing much either. Um, no, so, but I thought you with, with Gerard. I mean, I was yes. only there for a cup of coffee where you could go up to him and say, hundred percent." Right. Yeah, but right. yeah, to and and to the point, Gerard Gallant is a player's coach, and I think he, you know, witnessing how he handled the Rangers this year, witnessing how you know all the players like him, and then all of a sudden he's getting the short end of the stick in these teams he's been with. Yeah, you know. And, yeah. Vegas, Florida, like yeah. it's it's coming from above. So maybe in a way he doesn't fucking listen to the people above him much. He just fucking yeah. says, I, I know how to get the best out of my guys. Yeah. That's it. No, and it's crazy throughout my career. And let's not be honest, I wasn't probably not a coach's dream, but there was only two coaches at the end of my career in the miracle league, Troy Ward and Dallas Aikens, where I truly felt like I could go in there and be like, All right, yeah. Ward, like this is what I think that's you know, the, the temperature of the boys are, this and that. And right. Dally and Dally, right? Dally was the type of guy that would be, call me in and be like, oh, what's going on in the room? How the boys feel a bigger and guys yep. like that. That's why I love Dallas Aiken so yep. much is that his communication skills are through the roof. Off the I charts. Think. Like yeah. he makes, he makes working out and riding the bike fun. Like I never thought right. I'd say that ever in my career, but like when you're in there and Dally does five bike rides before you or four board and you get in there and he's riding the bike with you and the tunes are on. And like, yeah. I'm like, there's a guy that's making this kind of enjoyable. Yeah. No, I, I think he, that's the energy he brings to the rink every yeah. day. Um, you know, every day is, is a positive and every day is a, you know, privilege obviously to, to play. And, um, he wants to just get the most out of everyone. How, you know, that's, that's what he asks every year. You know, when you come into the rink, how are you going to get better and how are you going to make the team better? That's, that's always his message. And, you know, you, you see him working at it as well. And I think that as a player, you know, forces you to do the same, you know, how are you going to improve? And, and, um, he keeps that open line of communication with us, especially with the older guys on the team. And, and, uh, you know, I think that's, that's so important nowadays. You know, he, he uses us as we talked about earlier as kind of his bridge to the, to the real team and, and the pulse of the team. And he trusts us, you know, that we yeah, have things exactly. handled, you know, and I think that's, uh, that's important. You know, you can go into him and say, Hey Dallas, you know, if there's an issue, like, We'll take care of it on our end. Don't yeah, worry about yeah. it. You know, if we if we that's, need you, we need you. That's but, so huge for a and team. that's important. Fuck, that's so huge for a team. Yeah. Like, right? Like where you get a guy like Bob Hartley or even Elaine Vino or and, or Torts. I love Torts, but like you could have never said that to Torts. Like, hey, the veteran guys got this. Vinny and Vinny already won a cup with them. Maybe behind closed doors they were. We didn't know about it, but right. there was no like, right. hey, Vinny, this is how I'm feeling. Like, you right. know. How I about, love Vinny. How about the time in Nashville when? Uh, <laughs> how about the time in Nashville where Hitch calls the leadership into the um, the leadership in, in, before practice? So we just finished kicking the shit out of Minnesota. We had a back to back. I think we won both games. And anyway, that's a good feeling. Yeah, and then we get to we get to Nashville or whatever, right? Yeah. And the leadership gets called in the room, and they come out, and they're just like, they're all looking at me, right? I'm sitting there, I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I think they found out up dog. You went when you were out in uh, Minnesota. And I'm like, what for what? How, how and and why? And they're like, I don't know. Someone at the hotel might, I think it was, you know, Yosi, I think found out, you know, he's obviously right. Minnesota's coach before right. here. <laughs> Two days ago, he was Minnesota's coach. So, <laughs> his staff. He figured it out. And then so fucking meeting goes oh, and I'm, I'm like, sure. well, I'm not giving it away who I was out with. Right. Like no, no chance. Although it's my centerman. I don't need to say <laughs> Well, the well best... you can say it now, right? Well, it was broads. Yeah. 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 It was me and him. We just went out for a nice dinner. We bumped yeah. into him at the Bell of Alberta. He's yeah. a beauty. He's a beauty. But that, that same trip, I think we were, in New York earlier on and uh, <laughs> that's we, what I thought it was we played in the island and I remember up the United same thing we went out after the game and just uh, with Hutsy yeah with Hutsy we just had some drinks Little you know Soho house. ended up at a bar and we're there we get in late and I get called into this leadership <laughs> yeah. this leadership meeting and I'm for whatever reason like I the seat that I grabbed is on one side and everyone else is sitting on the other side and Hitch starts launching into this whole thing. Like, hey, we got guys going out, you know, night before games or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, is this an intervention? <laughs> and everyone's looking at me and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, stop being yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you've always been good at, like, picking your spots, right? Yeah, like, you've been a guy sure. that's like, hey, sure. the green light, shot. I never play with you, but I, from guys that play with you, green light, you're going. Yes. Flashing yellow, he's pressing the gas pedal. You're yeah, probably hitting yeah, the brakes yeah, yeah, a little yeah, I bit. <laughs> I always knew how to, you know. Had to duck out when I saw the, the danger signs about yeah, yeah, coming yeah. around. 
Oh, in Florida when we came in and they found out the boys went out and Uppy were sitting in the practice room and you could see Uppy's going to put his hand up to like, and I'm looking like, fuck Uppy, don't do it. He's like, boys, I got something to tell you. I was out last night, but it wasn't until four in the morning. I got home at two o'clock. I had a broad with me or something. And I'm just sitting there fucking laughing. Like, I and Dale Tallon thought we took out fucking, who do you think we took out? Bukestad, Boise. And Sean uh, Bergenham. Bergenheim. Bergenheim. I go, like, Dale, that's the three guys you thought, no offense, boys, you're a good guy, but like, <laughs> I'm not bringing you out in Montreal here. Like. Oh, we, no had probably, we probably had Broadway with us, and I don't know, Piers probably is who we had. Uh, or Prus- maybe we just Prusty, went you. Prusty came and met us the night before, and so did... Uh, the reason we got pinned is fucking Perrant Toll came with us, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we bumped into, we went to the same restaurant as Bergevin. And okay. I love Bergie. But till this day, I st- well, we know he threw us under the bus. Yeah, he did. Fuck, for sure. Yeah. I used sucks. to see him out in Vancouver. When we played Chicago, he'd be out every night in Vancouver, Bergie. So I thought, I thought I didn't go with it. Hey, Bergie, what's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? <laughs> so talk a little bit about your summer, Shaddy. Yeah. What do you got, what do you got going on? You got a, you know, a couple kiddos headed back east. Yep. Heading back east. Uh, Sag Harbor is a beautiful plans. place. Yeah, heading back Sag to Sag Harbor. Harbor. It's, it's always been our summer spot, you know, since I was a kid and- You've been there. You stayed yeah, at the house last year, place, last summer yeah. with the family, and it's just good living out there. Yeah. So, looking forward to uh, you know getting the training going, getting on t- into the routine, um, getting to the beach with the kids. We'll see all the cousins. Good and, restaurant uh, yeah. circle there. Yeah. yeah, nice little restaurant. Circle. Would you ever buy a boat out there? Uh, I'm not a boat guy. You're not a boat guy. No, I just I'd rather have someone drive me around. And do you have wash a Do you have a guy that has a boat out there? <laughs> No, not hey, yet. I, hey, I, if it there's fl- a couple rental spots you can go <laughs> nice, to and nice. charter a boat, go fishing, stuff like that. But. If it fly floats or fox, say you rent it. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, yeah, we're, I want to ask you about the training aspect real quick. Because yep. you said, like, are you still excited about that? Like getting in the gym? Because I think like, I don't know, to continue playing on, that's probably the biggest thing, right? For to sure. have the hunger to get in there and want to get better. And, yep. You know, you've made lots of money. You won your cup. You played 800 games in the National League, but you still have that fire in your belly, huh? Yeah, you know, I, I credit that a lot to to my trainer, Ben Prentice. I mean, he he makes it enjoyable. You know, he, he, he cares so much about you getting the best out of you that um, every time you go in there, you put in you know, every last bit. And I think uh, that sort of competitive edge for me is still, still flowing. And, you know, certainly the, the training aspect is a little different than maybe 10 years ago when I was getting in a squat rack and, you know, banging a bunch of weight out. But, um, again, he recognizes that too. Like he, he knows how to get you prepared. He, everyone is different. Everyone needs something different. And, um, you know, he just wants you as explosive as possible and he wants you to play 82 games and, and, the durability aspect of it for him is is just as important as you know being able to lift a thousand pounds. And I tell you what, my experience with the whole thing now that I'm retired, three years retired, whatever, is that you're gonna miss, and maybe I speak for myself, but you're gonna miss the fact that your job in the summer is like you know your job during the winter going to the rink is to be there and perform, and you're under you know your team umbrella. Your job in the summer is to keep yourself in tip-top shape, right. to put the time in to spend that. Right. When you're done retiring, that's not your job anymore right. to keep yourself in great shape. So You're it, telling me, by the way. No, so, so in a way, like you're never going to put the time and give yourself that four hours a day where you get to get away from the kids. Right. You know? And if you do, you're probably going to want to spend it golfing. Right. If you do, you're going to want to spend it going on, I don't know, a trip because right. you're retired now. But you have five days every week that you're like, fuck, honey, I'm, I'm gone. Right. I got to work on the body. Right. And that sort of thing keeps like this. I want to stay. I, I want to gain an advantage on the guy that I compete against. I right. want to be better than I was last year. I want to get my knee better than it was before. Right. So that is the thing that you kind of met, like that you lose as you retire. So right. when, when, you know, when you ask, does he still have it? Like, hopefully you do because it's yeah. fucking hard to really keep it when you're done. Yeah. And at the latter half you extend your career by you know, giving yourself still that four or five hours a day, yeah. treating yourself, going to see Amstutz, right. going to get hands yeah. on your body, jumping in the hyperbaric chamber, yeah. getting the fucking cold. Next year, that's oh, going to be the hyperbaric but like there's, chamber. There's, it, it, Uppy's charging 50 bucks a pop if you <laughs> says if you want. <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, if you're not doing all these things now, right, it's like you're losing an edge. Absolutely. Right? And you talk about training and like, you're right, but for me, up dog, like, for me, I was always fighting my weight, right? At the end of the summer, I was trying to get down to right. fucking play weight. And it got harder and harder every year. And, like, I didn't sacrifice as much in the end of the summer as I did when I, you know, didn't have a few 
you know, some money in the bank. Right. I played my game. So it got to the point where I'm like, fuck, I'm on the skill again. I'm fighting, I'm fighting it. But you talk about how training's changed. And I look back at, like you said, where you're, you know, and our boy Lupul is a prime example. Loop's got his back because of this. But right. the shit we were doing. And, I, and it was one program for everyone, right? Now, yeah. why would my program be the same as Upshaw's, right? right? You know, like it, it, there was no real, but I find nowadays you guys have, they've made so many adjustments that they probably, your whole thing's around your body. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, and again, I've, I've been with Ben for a while now, so he knows my past injuries. He yeah. knows, you know, with my knee, we got to get, you know, all the muscles around that built up and strong and keep them, you know, lengthened. And it's, it's great. Like once you get a good team around you, you talk about, Jason and, and, you know, guys who are treating you and everyone's working together in the same direction. It's, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing what that does for you. You streamline everything and everything is like you said, you get your three hours and you get everything done and then you can feel confident that you put in the work. And, you know, it's, we talked about how tough it is to defend in this league and how fast it's getting. I mean, I think that's for me, what kind of keeps me hungry is like, all right, well, you know what? I got to get faster this summer. I got to get a little lighter because I'm getting older, yeah. start carrying less less weight around on the ice and yeah. um, all that stuff, you know, it it's it's still fun. And yeah. you find yourself strong enough. You don't have to get any stronger, right? Yeah. I like, mean, I mean, there's not guys going in the corner. Everyone's getting you, weaker, that's you know, you, that's smaller, what I mean. like, I've watched so you play this year in the corner and you're, you know, guys are bumping off you and you're making the play. Like, right. I mean, you're I couldn't stronger knock over, than most guys probably. Yeah, I couldn't knock over Milan Lucic, you know, when I was playing 10 years ago anyway. So yeah. it's not, that's not going to change when I go no. into a corner with him. But um, I find with you more, more about protecting the puck though. For sure. Right? Like when you go back and get it, I've watched you play this year, you'll take that little bump from a guy right. and make that play. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, and that's to me, like the stuff that you learn and, you know, kind of keeps me competitive still in this league is yeah. having those little, uh, plays within the game, you know, that, that I, I just have been able to learn over the course of the, you know, my career. So, uh, making those little dink passes and, and oh, the break dink out, passes you know, nice. hey, break right out here. plays, take the hit, you know, <laughs> so shit, hey, a little dinker over there. Hey, that boy, she had a good play. <laughs> so to follow, like, I guess where we were going with this, it's safe to say that if you stay healthy and you keep your speed up, you'd want to play for ever. Yeah. I mean, as long right? as I can, I think, yeah. uh, you know, one more year left in Anaheim and, and, uh, certainly want to stay here, you know, past that. We, we enjoy living out yeah, here and, of course, and of course. enjoy the way that this team is going. So, um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many guys have told, told me like, just play as long as you can, yeah. as long you as know? You can. Well, you and see, like you it, see, you know, we saw Gio right after the Leafs lost in the first round, signed a two year deal, right? right. For 800 K. Right. He's made his money. Like, I think, and this is just my personal opinion from watching you guys, I think you found that home here in Anaheim where you're a Stanley Cup champion. Right. You know, you've come in here, the veteran guys, you know, like you, want to be around you. So, and you still have the desire to take care of your body. So you could continue to play, I think, if you yeah. have that fire in your belly. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I, we'll I, get I a membership do. at Big Canyon too. Yeah. Buddy. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Right. Dustin, you got 300K lying around? Yeah, you do, but <laughs> <laughs> You do, but Where do you tee it up back yeah. home? Because uh, you got a nice little... Where Excuse do you me, but you got up? a nice circuit there on the fucking yeah. up on Long Island. Yeah, we're in we're in kind of in my mind like you're right in the heart of it. Golf's yeah. like yes. sweet well, spot. But, yes, you are. Um, my track, uh, Southampton Golf Club, great spot. Yeah, salt of the earth people out there, and um, just like you can roll up and always find a game. It's just mm-hmm. strictly golf. Uh, you know, if, if if you got a threesome, there's there's someone ready to join and put some cash down and and play and. Um, it's it actually borders on National and Shinnecock, so we share the oh, same yeah, land. Yeah. And Sweet, you get the same vibe, so it's it's great. I mean, you you belong somewhere out there. You start to make some friends at each place and yeah. get around in here or there. I, I, I need another crack at that shitty. I stayed up till about you, two you or fucking five. started hot. I started birdie birdie or something. You know what shitty. I do have in my DMs is a guy that uh, hit me up and said, "Fuck, I got Maidstone whenever you boys want." So and I played there last summer. That place is only 15 minutes from your house, Maidstone door to door, awesome. not even. Maidstone. And awesome. what a, some of the best tee boxes in the world on that back nine, yeah. right up against the water. Yeah, you feel like you're at Kiowa or something. Fuck, it's the ocean nuts. Course. And then how old school they keep their like little beach club. Yep. I mean, they could fix that up. <laughs> yeah, that's. But good luck. Those people right there. off the Mayflower. That's old money there. Yeah, that's. We're not getting in there. They're like the or what, late <laughs> late. <laughs> they're like the there. late eighteen hundred families coming over with cash from England and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful track. Yeah. Are we gonna get to the Hamptons for a little golf this? Uh, you gotta come. I, I'm we gotta, going east in like end of July, August. So you gotta maybe get I'll, a like a little home and home. Fuck you're having, a, you're, having you're, a baby, you're having a baby though. When's I'm having a baby. Yeah. Due date for the little mid August, late August. Yeah. 
That doesn't stop him. Augie's, <laughs> not from a golf only, It's like McDavid. You can only try to contain him. Thanks, man. I'll take any sort of comparison. These fellow McDavid. tours we've been on this year, like, I mean, these two boys in the back, Maxie and Binger, they're, they're road warriors now. But, I mean, this guy almost killed me on the first fellow tour. Like, we went Vegas right into Scottsdale, and I was like, it took me like three IVs just to get to Scottsdale. And this guy still hasn't lost a step. I'm no, like, Jesus. You, that's the one thing I learned early on with this guy. Like, I think I went out with him. One night we we were out till like five in the morning. The next day I come in the locker room at like eight a.m. and he's doing a headstand. Like this, this guy doesn't get affected by anything. He's just like he's always got the juice. He always would shut it down on the bird though for like he whatever like third yeah. day in the, into the trip. Like you'd get on the plane and Uppy would be asleep before they even close the door, <laughs> yeah. and he wouldn't move a muscle. Yeah, what's the giveaway though? Eh? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He only sleeps on planes and in movie theaters. That's yeah. the only place he sleeps. Yeah. I swear to God. Every time you go to a movie with him, you look over. He's, how cold. How cold. That's because we smoked probably the indica. That's why I wanted <laughs> I got one last question about Dally. Does he still wear Johnny V head to toe on practice days or what? Johnny Vervedo's? Practice days. Oh, he came what, in. the t-shirts or like my first shirt? My first training camp, I got sent down um, and Dally walked in the first day with Johnny V head to toe, like everything Johnny Vervedo's, which was my favorite thing at the time. Hair looking good. I was like, this fucking guy's He's all right. He's got a little swag to him. He's like got some swag. He comes in with like, you know, the, the puffer vest on yeah. and... Um, it was funny. We actually had a, uh, a trip this year where kind of COVID was going rampant. So he was just, Hey guys, let's just stay in the hotel tonight. Like we kind of had a free night to go out, but he was like, just do me a solid here. Like we'll get you a banquet room and we'll have some beers and everyone came down staff, everything. And, um, I remember I'm getting ready to put some music on and Dally's like, give me the, give me the Bluetooth. I want on. And he just throws on Rufus du Soul, like no, oh, out of nowhere. Wow. I swear to God. I'm like, He's like, I got it all, boys. <laughs> oh, Dally, I love you even more. Rufus yeah. the Soul, yeah. baby. So he's he took a page he has out that of the way of, of surprising you with with uh, oh, yeah. you know stuff like that. But he's a uh, he's a beauty for sure. He's a great. I saw Bob back to my uh, Montauk. I saw Bob Moses back in the day at Surf Lodge. That was an yeah, experience I remember that. for yeah. me. Experience. I was there for that one. You ever hit the Surf Lodge anymore? Or you're kind oh yeah, of, uh, if you can get in, if you can get in. The place is there's nuts. actually a guy that listens to the pod. I got to go through my DMs. Um, which will be easy to find because they're not quite as active as they used to be, Shaddy. Um, it's a lot of dudes nowadays, Shaddy. Um, but he said he works at the surf lodge. He said anytime the boys need a little, no, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, he's the guy that picks up the glasses or hey, I don't even know who whatever, he is. Whatever, as long as he can open the back door. Yeah, just, if, if you can let the boys in and make sure Tardio doesn't piss on my leg this time. <laughs> last time I was there, Rob Tardio pissed on my leg. At nice. the surf, yeah, I'm like, thanks, Tardio. Yeah. It's like a horse pissing on you. Anyways. Um, Anything else with Shaddy here? We could probably let him go. Nah, I could talk yeah, to him all so day. But all, like, Shaddy's going to be our guy. Right. We're going to bring him in. Like they, I, I, Shaddy, we haven't even talked about this yet, but you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers comes in and does his thing with fucking, Oh, with Pat, Max. Yeah. yeah. I think we bring Happy. you in a little more next yeah. year, maybe. Get me on the road, whatever yeah. you want. You're so well-spoken. You're a great guy. Appreciate you're one of the boys. Appreciate missing curfew boys. Yep. So we love you. Could we and, get a weekly? Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. A weekly little Shaddy. Just yeah. whenever he wants. Yeah. Talk whenever he wants. Yeah. Come on. Just great idea. Let's talk about some stuff. You know you guys are my boys. Yeah. Jimmy Appreciate was my you, boy, and uh, it's always uh, it's always yeah. great coming on here and and hanging with you guys. Yeah. By the way, I've, all year I saw you rocking the Jimmy hat, so we appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I saw my... you like in interviews or whatever yeah. you were rocking around, yeah. so we appreciate that. Yeah. So, Love yeah. to Kristen and, and Bo and Mac. Yeah. And the Hayes family, our boys. We, we were actually talking about his little guy with the national anthem there. Oh, that was man. unbelievable. Just, a, I mean, I got to get Connor going. Like he, Bo's Bo's ahead of him yeah. right now. Yeah. We're, we're gonna try to get up there this summer and uh, and get the kids together and hopefully get some. Uh, Get some time in that little arena. Get yeah, the anthem. That going. arena's national league. He's got down there. I don't think he. I don't think he starts he's a get, match down there until he hears the anthem yeah, either. Yeah. He's he's dialed in. He's going no bucket too, just like Broadway. He's yeah. going no bucket if down he grows, there. If he grows like his dad, he's going to outgrow that rink here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's going to be just a monster. Yeah, going to be Olympic sized pad. Yeah, yeah. Sure be, I guess yeah. like scoopsy. So awesome, Shaddy. Thank you for stopping in, buddy. We will. Uh, I hope to tee it up with you this summer. I'm going yeah. to make her up to the hand. Come on out. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shaddy. Appreciate it. Updog, great get the shaddy fella. Uh, well, I don't know if it's quite me. I, I think, think yours, I think Deuce has always said I can't wait to come in studio. You know when yeah. the season's over, and you know now that summer's kind of upon us, and he's headed back home. It was only you know suited that we had him uh, had him sitting here as the as the trifecta. He looked good in that fella hat, didn't he? He did, yeah. He looked, he's a beauty. He's, he's a natural. An, he's for an this. absolute all star. He's a natural for hall this. of famer. See, I, I throw him on my first ballot hall of fame. Office. Wow. That is How's that? that's a fucking ultimate compliment. And for a guy that can throw a tape to tape pass too. Great tape. Guy can walk the blue line. He can walk it. He just doesn't fucking throw you a fucking 
Suey? Grenade? I can't, I can't exactly say that. <laughs> he probably throw a few sueys now. But just it's flat. It yeah. doesn't come up on its edge. It's not, you know, Petro. Petro can fire you a fucking Petro, wounded. you've always said this about he Petro. He can fire you a wounded duck like no one's business. When you're just on your backhand and it's like that, you're like, yeah. come on, Petro. Yeah, come Shady, on, man. If it's sauced, it's the heel-to-toe perfect, like, just the little sauce. Where you can read the National League sticker on the top of it, eh? National yeah. League. You see the rotations on it. It's so nice. I do miss throwing a nice sauce pass. Let's get out there and throw some sauce. Shaddy's <laughs> eh? a natural man. I mean, he's he was great. This, this, the best story he told, I thought, was the Nashville one of where they go in there and they're like, oh, there's a leadership meeting. You're like, yeah, I'm just out here taping my stick. <laughs> You're like, how did they find? How did they know? How did they find? How did they know I was out? Goddamn St. Paul Hotel! I tell you. Yeah, looking back on my career of of, you know the many mistakes I made, the one was real thinking, ever thinking that we were fooling anyone. No, right? (laughs) I mean, we were not. They just accepted it, and lucky we were good enough players that you know I think we got away with it to a certain extent, but you just hope they weren't too jealous. They, yeah, but they knew. Fuck, it's a long season. It's like when Mike Gillis had like the my first year in Vancouver. Yeah, my my first year he had every noise complaint I had, and then he had every night I was out like in the second half of the season, like restaurants. Maybe not everyone. I could be over exaggerating, but like, look at you were at Global, you were at Pierre, you were you know you were here, you're at hundred nights. You're, you I'm just like look a at your Amex bill or no, I, had, I don't know. He had people spot. He had people spot me. Really? And I'm like, let me have a look at that, Mike. Let me have a look at that. I'm like, that was dinner. You're like, shit, I got double charged here. That was Gotham. That was dinner. I took this babe out for dinner. That was dinner. This one, okay, you got me here. Red-handed here. (laughs) (laughs) Roxy, yeah, I can't. Um, Global, yeah, okay. uh, What was the other one I used to like to go to on on, uh, Granville Street? Republic. Republic, that's it. That was my... People talk about the Roxy. Really, if you want the God honest truth, my spot in Van City was Republic. Back Back little table, office bathroom right there. I know you like the sounds of that up top. Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it was God. just like full security. Nice, nice, nice. nice. So, but that story Shaggy told was amazing. Listen, I've seen this guy around these young kids in Anaheim, the way they look up to him. And you've always said this about Shaddy. And um, I'm just starting to get to know him through you. And like I said, the guys in Colorado loved him. But he's a, he's a fucking team guy, man. Guy's guy, great dad, great teammate. Um, like I said, first ballot, off-ice Hall of Famer. Yeah, let's get out to the Hamptons and tee it up with him. He's got a great shack. We're busy though. Eh? We're, we're getting Boys busy. are busy. Eh? We're getting busy here. Boys are busy here at Missing Curfew. Fine. Thank you to Shaddy. Thank you to Updog. Yes, sir. And uh, that hope was, you loved it. That was Missing Curfew.